all the angles, all the stats, all the odds from the Caribbean, from Centurion and a tune-up for the IPL. It's cricket, only better. Welcome to Cricket Only Better, episode 129. I'm Ed Hawkins, betting.betfair cricket correspondent. We're back for another 20 minutes or so, give or take, of cosseting and calculating for your ears and betting brain, respectively. And best of all, the soothing tones of Sam Collins' return. They do, Edward Hawkins. I mean, it's like I never went away. I mean, I did want to host last week from a car park outside the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Should be White Hart Lane. But Edward Hawkins, you suggested that might be unprofessional. I can get behind that. Um, I'm here. So, thank goodness, is Richard Mann of SportingLife.com. Hello, Richard. Hello, Sam. Welcome back. It's lovely to have you back. Thank you very much, Richard. Almost sounded sincere there. Never shy to get the red and white face paint out. You've presumably been bathed in tears of joy at England's draw in Antigua. A little bit more promising, wasn't it? Something to pin our hopes on anyway for the rest of the year. I don't know what to say to that, Richard, man. Um, Paul Krishnamurti is not here this week, but he is in spirit. Or rather, I have his best bets. So keep listening. We're up, up, up. Edward Hawkins, what's on the show tonight? Yeah, West Indies versus England from Wednesday in Bridgetown. All the angles, all the stats. And we've got South Africa versus Bangladesh in the first ODI from Centurion on Friday. Plenty to get through. Indeed. And Tasneem Summer Khan is here again to whet your appetite ahead of our bumper IPL preview next week's show. We've got some canny analysis. So let's get on with the show. Let's start with the IPL then. Starts March the 26th. Would you believe it? Um, here's the outright with Betfair Sportsbook. 4-1 to one, Delhi Daredevils, 9-2 to two, Mumbai Indians, 5 Kolkata Knight Riders, 11-2 to two, Royal Challengers Bangalore, 6-1 to one, Chennai Super Kings, 6 Punjab, 7s Rajasthan Royals, 9 Lucknow, 10s Gujarat and 12s Sunrisers Hyderabad. Tasneem Samakhan looking at the top tournament bowler market for us in a second. But Edward Hawkins, what have you spotted? Just some differentials between sportsbook prices and bet for exchange, notably KKR. So sportsbook have got them pretty short at fives, but you can get twice that on the exchange. Uh, and Punjab are at sixes with sportsbook, but you can get um, just shy of uh, nine to one on the exchange. So some differences of opinion there. Uh, RCB might be the team to watch. They've just announced Faf Plessy as their captain instead of Virat Kohli. We may talk about poor captaincy when we get onto that test match, but I think that's a booster for RCB that Faf Plessy is in charge, not Kohli. Okay, um, Richard Mann keeping us up to date with the ins and outs, some significant exits this week. No Alex Hales for Kolkata Knight Riders and no Jason Roy for Gujarat. Is that bad news, is that good news or is that don't care news? Probably don't care. Um, no, I, KKR were kind of on my shortlist to be honest. So Hales is a loss, they've announced Aaron Finch is going to replace him but Finch has never really done the business in the IPL and looking at him for Australia, I wonder if he's if he's on the way now as well. So put me off them a little bit. They looked uh, 
they look to side who have bought at the auction and, and the first 11 or 12 are going to win it for them if they're to win it. And, and losing Hills is a big blow, I suspect. Lovely stuff, as they sometimes say. Now let's get an early taster from Tasneem Samarkhan on those top bowler markets to the TSK take. We've all heard the adage, bowlers win tournaments, but the IPL is no mere tournament. It is the seemingly never-ending gold standard. So what exactly does the tournament's relationship with bowlers look like? Well, in the last five years, the top wicket-taker of the tournament has propelled their side to the playoffs four out of five times. Ironically, not once in this time has the top wicket-taker been a member of the winning team. Top wicket-takers also have the shared mantle of being starting 11 players. Four of the five wicket-takers have been pacers, all of whom share a commonality. They are death bowlers. As such, strike rate and aggression have historically and will continue to be key. As he often is, Imran Tahir serves as the only exception to the pacers rule. In general, spinners haven't fared that well in this period, with only Rashid Khan and Yuzwind of Jahal even hitting that top three. Of the spinners playing in the IPL this year, the man in form who could prove another exception to the rule is Duncan Chargers' The Briz Shumsi. However, his strike rate is 17.3, slightly more than the average strike rate of 15 for top three finishers. More probable wicket-takers, even if they do end up on the runner-up side, are the death bowlers who balance the metrics of maximum tournament field time, aggression, and low strike rate, including Bumrah, Richardson, and Rabada. West Indies versus England, the second test. If you can't get enough of that wonderful stuff we saw last week, exhilarating cricket, starts Wednesday, 2 o'clock, English time from Bridgetown, Barbados, live on BT Sport. Betfair exchange prices for you, 3.25 for the West Indies, 2.04 England, and the draw at 4.7. Hawkins, you have a lowdown. Possible 11s, probable 11s, more like West Indies. Brathwaite, Campbell, Brooks, Bonnie Bonner, Blackwell, Holder, De Silva, Joseph Roach, Pamal and Seals, England, Lease, Crawley, Root, Lawrence Stokes, Bairstow, Folks, Wokes, Overton, Robinson is coming back into the team at the expense of Mark Wood, who's hurt his elbow, and Jack Leach. Pitch report for you at Bridgetown. Last three tests, all since 2017, first innings scores for you, first innings match scores, 312. 204-289. England beaten by 381 runs in the last test there in 2019. Jason Holder got a double in the second innings. That's a double century, by the way. Roach, five wickets in the first. And Roston Chase, eight wickets in the second. Roston Chase not playing. Two draws, just two draws in 17. Tell you what, I needed a double something else to get through England's bowling performance in that first test. Um, what did you make of it, Richard Mann? And are you an England backer at 2.04? I'm not sure I'd be lumping on at, at 2.04, but I thought there were some more positive signs. I agree with you about the bowling. I mean, that seam attack, it doesn't really look like it's going to blow out a candle, does it? Does, does it? But Jack Leach was very good. Uh, I think I think Root um, showed a little bit more faith in him, and, and it paid off. He, he was very good in, in both innings, and the batting. We've you know we've questioned the batting for a while now, and with good reason. But Crawley looks like he's finally finding his feet. Joe Root again in the ones and Johnny Best are back to form. So suddenly we've got the nucleus of a better top six anyway. Um, and with Jack Leach, surely going to be a threat in the second innings. I think England are the right favourites. For all, I wouldn't be lumping on at short odds. 
Oh, if only we'd had Jack Leach available to bowl and, um, you know, for the last year. Oh, we have. So thanks. <laughs> so, Captain. Um, views on the odds, please, Edward Hawkins. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm not um, going to have an argument with Richard. I'm not disagreeing with him. I think the draw price is interesting because I, I think these are two sides which are poor with the ball. With the ball. Uh, they're a bit powder puff, these attacks. Um, and I just think the draw price is one to trade, as it was in the first test, of course. Um, so you could be taking that 4.7 and you may be able to lay off uh, to odds on sometime on the third or fourth day, something like that. We're not sure what the pitch is going to do. It may well crumble, but I still think it's got enough in it for both sides to bat reasonably well up front. So the draw price is probably your best option, a back to lay. Okay, Richard Mann, anything on innings runs wages for you? Well, it probably follows on from Ed's point. I completely endorse what he just said there. I, I know it's hard, but seeing it on Twitter, but I've seen some photos of the pitch on Twitter, and to me, it just looks like the, the pitch we saw in Antigua. I know Barbados is supposed to have more pace and bounce in it, and Anderson and Roach bowled well here three years ago, but to me, it just looks like another flat pitch. Uh, and as Ed says, two powder puff attacks. I could see both sides making good scores in the first innings. Um, I'd definitely be a buyer of first innings runs, um, and I agree with Ed. I, I think the, the draw is possibly the bet at the moment in the outright market. Yeah, I just got a conspiracy theory about these West Indies uh, wickets. West Indies cricket board not, don't have a huge amount of money, so they want five days as often as possible. So are they preparing nice flat wickets, get the English tourists in for five days and and get some um, money into the bank accounts? Sam, what do you reckon? Well, either that or they just know that the best way to beat England is to let Joe Root bowl um, Ben Stokes into the ground on the first test and then watch him crumble for the final two. So... Who knows, Edward Hawkins, but yeah, I have to say that the thought about five days had crossed my mind. Right, where are we moving on to? Um, Hawkins, back to you for top bat names and numbers, please. Yeah, uh, these are win rates last three years for your top England bat. Crawley has four wins in 19. Typically, it was on him for the first innings in Antigua, and he did it in the second, didn't he? Uh, Root is, has eight wins out of 35 last three years. He's boosted to 23 10. That's quite a big price for Betfair Sportsbook. Uh, now, if you took his last two years win rate, that is value. So uh, it's up to you. Do you go two year win rate or do you go three year win rate? Stokes four wins from 25 is five to one. Best, though, just two wins in 18 is three to one. Top West Indies bat, Brathway is boosted to 10 to three, and that's a 3.5% edge on win rate. Uh, Bonner, three wins from 10, so nine to two is all fair. Richard Mann, who do you like out of that lot? I, I think I would stick with Zach Crawley. You know, I, I think what England fans have got to accept with Crawley is that there's going to be the rough and there's going to be the smooth. He's a young man and the way he plays players at the top of the order he's got this aggressive intent and he will he will fail from time to time but I think as we saw in the second innings he's a massive talent um, and I think if if we're right in thinking that this is going to be a flat pick it could be tailor-made for someone like Crawley to shape the game at the top of the order so I'd probably stick with him I, I have had this theory about England's lower and middle order the likes of Wokes and Overton but I just think against this attack and on a flat pick 
it's hard to see the top order. I mean, really, there'll be no excuses if they keep being 50 for four. And for the West Indies, I think Bonner is just the obvious one. He looks a really good compact player. If there's no real pace in the pitch, I think England are going to struggle to trouble him. So he looks the pick for the West Indies. I think the secret's out about Jason Holder now. Okay, Alex Lee's runs available to short 21.5. at 10 to 11, Richard Mann. Um, you're falling over, he's falling over in the crease against Kimo Roach. Is that a bet, do you think? Yeah, I could get on board with that, actually. Not so much about him falling over. I, I won't be hypercritical at the moment. We've only seen him once. But Kimo Roach, the left-handers, he's a wonderful bowler. I'd go as far to say is he's the best bowler to left-handers in the world, even better than Stuart Broad. Um, and I think him and, him and Stokes are going to have a lot of bother against Roach throughout the series. Um, so, yeah, I could get on board with that under 21.5. We're quickly going to sneak back to Hawkins for some top bowler prizes. Yeah, top West Indies bowler. We're not doing win rates for England's attack because well, it's an experimental lineup, so there's no form. But Holder, five wins, one tie in 17, is 11 to 4. He'd be my favourite. Roach is the favourite of 5 to 2. He's got four wins and a tie out of 16. So you pay his money, takes your choice. Uh, Robinson, 11 to 4, is a bet for me with Sportsbook. I wonder what. Richard thinks Sportsbook have got Wood at 5-2 to two favourite at the moment. That price is not going to last because Wood's just not going to play. So if you've got fast fingers, get on to it. OK, I'd love to see Saqib Mahmood, but um, no sign of that yet, sadly. Uh, Richard Mann, finish it off. Any other prices you've spotted, please? Yeah, Robinson looks a bet to me as well in the first innings. I, I, I feel like the gloss has been taken off him a little bit after what happened in the Ashes injury, Niggles, criticism of his fitness. But you you rewind back to the summer, him and Anderson were magnificent against England and Robinson was magnificent against New Zealand too. Um, very good bowler on the assumption that he's fully fit. He'd be the one I'd be within the first innings. Second time around, if there's anything that in the pitch, then Jack Leach will take over. That's one to bear in mind. But no, Robinson in the first innings. And I'd probably look at the man of the match markets as well. Leach is 25 to 1. I think he's going to have a good series. I said last week, I'll probably have a few quid on him. West Indies versus England is done. Don't forget, Edward Hawkins has in-play advice every day on betting.betfair. Now it's time for South Africa versus Bangladesh in a one-day international. South Africa versus Bangladesh, the first one day international from Centurion on Friday, live on Sky Sports at 11 o'clock in the morning UK time. Betfair exchange prices have South Africa at 1.27, 3.8 Bangladesh. Hawkins, a lowdown, please. South Africa, we expect to line up like this to Cock, Milan opening the batting, Markram and Bavuma, those two are interchangeable at three and four. Rassi, van der Dussen, Miller, Pretorius, Janssen, Maharaj, Rabada and Nagidi. Bangladesh, Tamim Iqbal is back. Opening the batting with Lytton Das. Shakib Al-Hassan, he might play, he might not. It depends whether he fancies it or not. And I'm not um, I'm not joking, it's, that is really the situation. Mushfakir, Mahmudala, Afif, Yassir, Mehedi Hassan, Miraz, that's one player. Shorafal, Taskin, and the Fizz. South Africa beat India 3-zip last time, not that long ago, a few weeks ago. Uh, so in good nick. Centurion pitch report. Only two 300-plus scores there in the last five years. That's seven games. You've got an average run rate of 5.49, so you're looking at a score of around 270. There's a 5-4 split for the side batting second. Under lights, nothing to get excited about there. 
alas. Okay, mismatch written all over it. This one, Richard Mann, perhaps? Yeah, I'm afraid so. Bangladesh really poor, albeit in the T20 World Cup, slightly different format, but really poor in the UAE. And conversely, South Africa look at a side on the up, particularly in white ball cricket. We just beat an India 3-0, haven't they? I think it was 3-0 in the ODI series. Very good series win anyway. And they look like a side on the up. I think Bangladesh will be completely outgunned here. Okay. Um, Ed Hawkins, how would you play it? Well, I think there's a temptation when you see a odd split like that and you get a 3.8 pushing four on Bangladesh. You're trying desperately trying to find a way to get on the outsider. And generally, as a rule, you want to toss buyers. You want the favourite to have some kind of depletion in their ranks or you want to have an absolute um, terrible batting wicket. So it reduces the gulf somewhat. And none of those seem to be in play here. So avoid Avoid betting match odds. I think that's the best advice we can give you. Um, really, really don't like Bangladesh coming into this series with what's going on with Shakib saying uh, he's not going to play, he doesn't want to play, so then they leave him out and then he's back in the tour. Uh, I think they're a, the camp is a bit of a mess. So you may want to sort of look at uh, winning margins on Betfair Sportsbook because I think Bangladesh could really be in for a beating. And as I said, match odds leave alone because there are much better odds elsewhere. Okay. Um, better odds elsewhere, he says. Are they on the top bat bets? Sure are. Wilkins? Yeah, sure are. Quinton de Kock, six wins in 23. We say he's got a 26% win rate. Sportsbook say 276 at 13 to 5, but think he's going to be boosted to 11 to 4. Yanni uh, Milan, six wins in 12, a massive win rate of 42.8%. Sportsbook are saying 22.2% at 7 to 2. Milan's a really terrific bet. And Tammy McBell, uh, staying on your top bats, four wins in 15. He's bizarrely he's the second favourite here at 7 to 2. Really surprised by that. Shakib is your favourite, 130. One win in 12. So clearly the value is with Tamim. Okay. Richard Manson nugget there. Rassi found a dozen. Two wins in 24, I'm told. Can we get any agreement here? Yeah, well, well starting with Rassi, look, it's a poor a strike rate, isn't it? But he's obviously batting down at number five. If he gets the opportunity, I'm, I'm sure he'll, he'll make runs, he'll make contributions. Um, but at six to one, looking at that, that win rate, he's hard to fancy because... If South Africa find themselves batting second and are chasing 150, 160, he might not even get in. I think that really does tilt things in favour of Quinton to decock. So I agree with Ed there. Um, as for Bangladesh, you know, I think Afif's interesting. Afif Hussain down at number seven and Mamadullah at 15 to two at number six because I think South Africa's pace attack could have some joy up front here. So that might be the way I'd go. Probably Mamadullah with Afif as a saver uh, and decock for South Africa. Okay, um, Hawkins, top bowler numbers, please. Yeah, Afif, by the way, one win in nine, so your 13s is is not too shabby at all. Uh, Mr. Vizier is your favourite for top Bangladesh bowler, five to two. He's a bad favourite, three ties and one win in 13. Mahedi Hassan Miraz, three wins and one tie in 14, so four to one's not too bad. Uh, the big battle, though, is Nagidi Virabada. Always go on about this matchup. Rabada is always favourite. 
three wins and one tie in 16. He's 5-2 to two with Betfair Sportsbook. Nagidi, four wins, three ties in 16. Always, always out bowls Rabada on this market. You get 3-1 to one, Nagidi. He's not even second favourite. That's Shamsi at 11-4. Not sure Shamsi's going to play. Okay, can we get a top? Can we get a consensus here, Richard? Man, I find it hard to be honest. I think uh, Dwayne Pretorius at nine to two. He bowled at the death in the T Twenty World Cup. He, he, that might be an angle into it if you say he's going to be a designated bowler. But I agree with Ed. I mean, Ngidi's probably the wrong price, really. But I'm not mad keen to have a bet in this one. Okay, anything else you fancy, Richard? Man, perhaps someone on the player of the match market. Your speciality, after all. Well, I think that's the way you've got to go, isn't it? I think if you think there's going to be early South African wickets, you look at um, Rabada, Janssen, or Ngidi, go with one of those guys, and then someone like Quinton de Kock, really, at the top of the order, one of the main batsmen of South Africa, who can shape the match. Um, I think that'll probably be the way I'm going. Top match batsman, de Kock's only 7-2, to two, so at the moment we've got no man of the match uh, betting, but I suspect he'll be a bit bigger in that market. Okay, um, thank you. Best bets coming next. Richard Mann to go first. And I have Paul, Paul Krishnamurti's recommendations sealed in a BAFTA-style golden envelope. So stay tuned. Best bets time. Scores, doors, Hawkins. Yes, Richard Mann is plus seven. He's got five points to spend this week, as he always does. And he's going to go first and he's going to reel them off. Get your pens and your notepads ready. Right, I'll kick off uh, with a test match first. Uh, one point, Ollie Robinson, top England, first innings bowler. Um, and then half a point each, Zach Crawley, Jack Leach in the man of the match market. And then moving to the South Africa, um, Bangladesh ODI, I'm going to have one point on Mamadullah, top Bangladesh batsman. And then I'm going to have one point each in the man of the match market, Quinton de Kock and Kasibo Rabada. Right, and now over to Paul Krishnamurti. I've opened the golden envelope and we've got two bets. First up, three points, West Indies versus England test match. Not to go to day five. That's a bet for exchange prize. Check that one out. And finally, two points on Bangladesh to score under 220 runs. That's your lot for Cricket Only Better episode 129. In the meantime, don't forget to check out betting.betfair for those in-play guides on the test match in the Caribbean. We've also got a free £20 bet offer to take advantage of. So have a look at that. And next time, it's the Indian Premier League bumper preview. Every team analysed and all the best bets. Don't miss it.